Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Wonder Confessions. You can follow me on Twitter at Wonder as well as Wonder on Instagram. Uh, you can read my work at uh, filmwonder.wordpress.com. You can also drive right now. Um, you can also, um, I mean, if you're so inclined, um, Snapchat and no Captain Zero. Um, though, I don't know why I keep promoting that one when I kind of only really follow a lot of people. I don't really have a lot of people following me. I know people have, want, want me to be my friend, but it's kind of weird. Like, how do I know the person on Instagram? Not Instagram, but Snapchat it's, is who they claim they are. So, I guess I kind of just promote it because I use it for a bunch of other things, but not so much, you know, I guess friend status and whatnot. But, any case, it's another week. Another week's passed. Um, I was going to try to do the show Sunday, but I just didn't have any time. So, I ended up pretty much scrapping whatever the hell I was going to talk about. And basically, it was like, I'll just, just do a show on fandom. Um, yeah. Um, I don't have a lot of things I'm into. I got things I'm into, but I'm not like a diehard, so to speak. I don't, I'm I'm not so enamored with brands that my life is so dependent on them. Um, like for instance, Game of Thrones just ended and like, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I never have. And even if I so inclined to decide to watch it, I probably never will because it would take a lot of me to be enticed in that show. Not that I'm not into any medieval times type shit. I am, but I would have to be really invested in it. And have to really put my time and effort into watching it. But in any case, yeah, the, the, the show ended Sunday. You know, the reviews are mixed. People are saying it's either the best ending ever or the worst ending ever. Um, and, you know, I kind of followed the news here, here, you know, here and then that, you know, how the season was going to go about and... Of course, you have uh, the author, uh, George R. R. Martin, uh, you know, having an outline for the show. But, you know, the creators were like, the show creators were like, you know, we're only doing this for this amount of time. Um, and I guess that's the thing about fandom is like you become attached to something so much. And it's kind of the thing I kind of say about jobs, right? You become the job that you do. Um, and you become the job that you do so much that a, that a, that a large part of you doesn't become human. It, it, you become something else. You become the job that you that you claim you don't take seriously. And when you're in that kind of pickle, uh, and lack of a better word in this case, when you're in that kind of that, that kind of pickle. Um, you kind of, you don't, you start to become stagnant, you become, um, sort of out, you know, out of reality to a certain extent, like the job and the job is more important than family, your, you know, your relationship status or, you know, your kids or whatnot. And I, and I don't want to compare family to that to, to a job, but, um, you know, when you 
decide not to see the humanity in an actor or an actress. Um, it, be, it can become a bit of a problem. Like, you are like, you're such a diehard, you don't even recognize the people doing the work. You're kind of just like, well, I want, I want a picture, I want, I want this, I want this. It's like, and it's like, no. It shouldn't have to be that way. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't have to be, well, you've done this thing, um, well, well, why, well, why, why are you doing this kind of thing? It's like, dude, it's the job, man. It's like, it's like asking a porn star, well, why don't you show me? It's like, no, dude, that, that's a job. This ain't, this ain't, this ain't real life. It's a job. It's, well, it's real life. It's, it is real life. Like, it, yeah, it's a job though. Respect the job. And that's kind of it. Like, you ain't got to take it to these fucking nth degrees and like, well, this or this. And it's not to say you can't find... That you shouldn't be upset at a show for disappointing you, for disappointing fans, for, for, for disappointing, you know, you know, those that have followed uh, a Game of Thrones or a Breaking Bad or The Shield or, um, you know, a Queen Sugar or any type of show. That, that shouldn't mean you shouldn't, you should like, keep that passion, keep that energy, but you, you shouldn't be to a point where you're like, um, well, it should be this, for instance, you know, uh, I wish Endgame didn't do this. I'm like, that's cool. Like, I may, I might have some disagreements about Endgame, and I, to this day, I'm still thinking about it. I've seen it for a full time recently, but that is the Russo's movie. That is Stephen McFeely and Chris Marcus's movie. That's gonna be the thing you're gonna get. There is no well. Why did they do this? Like. They pro here's here, here's my thing on that. They probably explained in the movie, and you missed it. Or sometimes, yeah, they probably dropped the ball and like, okay, they didn't explain this. They didn't explain this thing very well, you know. Or they explained it, but you didn't like it, which is fine too. But to then shit on said product and say it's terrible because it didn't do the thing you wanted to do is quite possibly one of the wackest things to ever be shit in anything. Like, you're then blaming the movie for not, for not taking no account for the spoils. You're, you're treated like a cheat sheet. Which, all intents and purposes, kind of a bad, kind of a bad way to actually enjoy entertainment. It's really bad. Because you then basically just, you rob yourself of that joy. You rob yourself of that happiness. Rob it. Because so-and-so did not tell me what I was hoping to expect because uh, comicbook.com told me one thing and I got another thing. Like, there's a reason why they don't share the script with with uh, critics and with fans. And they give you the same old tired, well, we hope the fans enjoy this. Uh, I think people are going to be really excited to enjoy this. 
now they mean that when they say it because they have they that, that time, money, and effort spent on that project, it's gonna go a long way. It's gonna go a long way. Who does some shit you can't sugarcoat? Can't sugarcoat that. Can't sugarcoat. The, the emotion and excitement of, the, of some stuff like that should never do that. Takes away joy. I'm not about that, and neither should anybody in that, in that regard. It's it's one of the things I, I hate about today's entertainment is, is we take perfection, we take greatness and excellence so so for granted, we end up not liking it. And the thing that we never ask is like, well, why do them, why are these, uh, why are these uh, writers do it? It's like, no, here's the thing. They're doing the job. We're impatient. We're so impatient that we end up not actually appreciating what's in front of us. It's like, people were upset, understandably so, for a more, a more combat eleven. And I mean upset as far as the, uh, the, uh, what is it called? Uh, Tower of Time, right? Where you basically are, you know, in a place where you're basically fighting opponents in like these in various um, um, matches with a bunch of modifiers. Modifiers can range from uh, fists that can slow you down, or you get punched and you're slowing down. Uh, lightning strikes, you know, meteorites. Uh, see a character coming in to either defend or or defend you or to you know or to you know take you down. And you know it, it got you know according to those gamers and to the critics, it was so hard that the difficulty spikes basically were were so crazy that. Pretty much, NetherRealm Studios, Warner Brother Games, like, okay, we're going to change this because okay, it's it's too wildly concerned. So we have to change this shit. If we don't change it, then you know we won't sell the amount of copies we're selling because now Mortal Kombat is, as of April, the number one selling game in the world in the country. Um, all three ports, PS4, Xbox One. And the Switch also extremely well. And that hadn't happened in over 10 years. Uh, where a, a game system, or, or you had a game with like three different systems where you can play it on, sold that amount of copies, which is crazy. Um, so, yeah. Um, We take that shit for granted all the time. I mean, this is not a new thing, but it's kind of reached a very apocalyptic like, like place in history where you can't avoid it. It's like, dang. And it's not to say people have those valid complaints about, you know, whatever, but like... I, I sometimes kind of lose respect for that. It's like, I hope you're upset at, at, at I think, validly, but not upset at it to the point where it's like, well, why did they do that? It's like, well, maybe because they felt this character needed to find his or her agency to accomplish this goal. Like, like Black Widow. 
she killed, she basically sacrificed herself for them to have the soul stone. I, I was in that because the soul stone, that's the soul stone. Um, Hawkeye wanted to die, but Black Widow wanted to die more. It's kind of how I put it. It's like the, the battle of who wants to die more, who wants it more to die. That's how I put it. Um, put in a sports analogy if you want. You know, some shit like that. Um, and I guess kind of maybe where I, I kind of, I don't have that sort of connect. I, what I, I don't take that shit seriously. I don't, I refuse. Um, like there are things I'm into, but then I'm at the same time, I'm like, yeah, y'all can have it. I don't, I don't need it this bad. You know, like I like Star Wars, but I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not a, I don't eat. Breathe, sleep, Star Wars. But I will also say that I think The Last Jedi is, is probably one of the best Star Wars stories in the history of storytelling, period, story. And whether people have a problem with the casino scene, have a problem with the way the, the ending happened, how, you know, Ray was written, which I thought Ray was beautifully written. Um, and whether people can admit it or not, like, the, the biggest, the, like, the thing I think people had a problem with was and I'll just say it here, like, people had a, people, expectations were, were wrong. It was wrong. And they had a daddy yearning for the good old days. Now, I don't think people say that because I think there, some, some fans are in such denial, they won't say that shit. They'll say, well, no, it was this, and it was this, and I was wrong, and I was, it's like, or they wrote a character in a way in which we're going to grow each person from this point to now. Okay, Ray was this in Force Awakens. We're going to take her here. Finn was this in Force Awakens. We're going to take him here. Luke Skywalker, who probably, uh, out of all the characters, had probably the biggest growth of a character, um, went from here to here. And Mark Hamill had a problem with that initially. And then, you know, after seeing it and sort of taking, taking a, you know, Thinking about it, he's like, "Oh, damn, that was pretty expensive." And, and I, I don't have the codes on me. One driving, two, um, I would have to like do another show to sort of tell you know the um, whatever the thing is. So I would need probably if I ever decided to do another show on fandom, I which won't be for a while. Um, um, yeah, so maybe probably some other time I'll probably divulge uh, that, but I can right now. Um, so, I guess that's kind of why I'm a little detached from this shit. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, and I just feel like we just take we just take it all for granted. And I'm not saying, oh, we should stop doing it. It's like, no, be be into what you're into. Just just realize that these are fucking people, you know, who spent, you know, days, you know, out, you know, every every hour, every minute, every second, every week, every month, every year, you know, decades working on his or her craft or their craft. 
like painstaking hours putting on makeup, putting this on, reading scripts. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot to juggle. It's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to take into account. And that's something you just can't brush aside and and uh, be like, well, they did a thing a long time ago, and I think the thing should be this. I'm like, no, it's whatever the thing is. And as an audience, we, we either like it or don't. And that's it. That's how it should be. Um, that's how... Like, all finales aren't going to hit. Um, and I'll be honest, I haven't watched a lot of finales over my lifetime. Um, and that's, you know, because I was a kid and I watched shit growing up that I enjoyed, but I never really, like, watched it. I never really watched Family Matters from start to finish. And was like, oh, I get it. Martin, same way. Oh, I get it. Like, for me, like, the, the shows I watch all the way through are either Netflix or Chief or Hulu shit. I never really watched the entire show to its conclusion. It was never conclusion. Like, Newsroom was gonna be that shit, and I just... Oh, Atlanta. Atlanta's another show I watched. Season one, that is. But fucking Newsroom, I couldn't watch it because there was an episode regarding drone strikes and, you know, the drone debate was sort of a heated thing when Obama was president. And, like, when they were doing, when uh, Olivia Munn's character was talking about um, the cost of drones versus, you know, F-150, you know, just put it to, you know, air pilots whatnot. And I was like, I'm tired of this shit. And I was tired of the drone strike debate because it was just noise at that point. Like, liberals are pissed off that, and I'll just say it here, um, it's not meant to be a political podcast, but fuck it, I'll just say it here. White liberals, I'm going to say white liberals, were mad at Obama for using drones to, to perform strikes on voluntary purpose problems, right? Um, and, um, they were upset that he had a kill list of plenty of people. The kill list also tend to one and Wallawaki, uh, which I hate to say it was a talk about white levels. And it's his 16 year old kid, uh, who was unfortunately, uh, wrongfully misdirected. A journalist like, was not meant for him. But it killed him. Um, and John Brennan, who was the former CIA head, um, yeah, was, you know, was signed by it. And juxtaposed back to, to Newsroom, the thing I hated about it wasn't that it was sensationalizing it. I, I, I thought it was not a bad idea to talk about it. The part that annoyed me was the Occupy Wall Street motherfuckers. You know, doing the jazz hands and all that shit, and it was the period, it was the puritanical shit that really got him on my got, got mad nerves. You know, whether or not Aaron Sorkin had that intention or not, fine. It just fucking me. It, I, I could not watch the show at, 
anymore at that point. Because it was a parody of itself. It's like, come on, man. I, 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 I get it. It's a problem. But it's funny that those same people don't have a fucking solution of how to handle warfare. Like it or not, you don't. No one does. And I couldn't, I, again, I could not watch that show anymore. I just couldn't. It, it, it fucked me. Um, so, that's kind of like the, the closest I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this show. This is not to say news was a bad show. It was just, I, I couldn't watch that at that point. I got tired of it. And I might go back and watch it and be like, you know what? They probably handled it all right. But at the, the moment it was on, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was too much to bear. It was too much to deal with. It was too much of a problem. And I was like, y'all really doing this shit with the drone strike crap? Y'all really doing this? It just annoyed me. And um, yeah, it has proven that at that one very point there was really no going back. So, it's kind of how I felt about it. Um, and I don't want to sound like I'm repeating myself, but, you know, I, I guess I can kind of understand when someone has a has, a, has a her break over the show. Um, but, like I said, what, you know, newsroom, I don't blame newsroom. I'm not going to say that's what, what why newsroom is a terrible show. Just, at the time, I was annoyed. I, it bothered me. It just bothered me. Because no one was making sense. Um, like, like Lupus were not making any sense. They got mad at Obama even after having this this this, this, this press conference at, you know, uh, in Texas talking about, you know, how they went about the strategy. And don't go on Twitter about drone strikes because People will people can be on Twitter out of context because context don't matter on Twitter. Doesn't matter. Context for losers, right? Which is a very stupid way of looking at it. If you take if you take context out of shit, it don't matter. You can't you can't back it up with reason, right? Like, so having a conversation about it on Twitter is, is fucking meaningless. Those people are just gonna take out of context and not and not give a shit about the take. And y'all, oh no, but it's drones, it's drones, it's drones. Like, like Americans care about drones. They don't. Like, and I know people don't care about drone strikes. People literally fly, like, little small drones every day. And then we'll then parlay that into a joke about a lot the drone strikes. But then we'll parlay that into the doing the same thing and, and a lot worse with it. And now we can't track the shit because it's not an executive order, not letting the shit get tracked. So God knows how many drone strikes he's done since. Anyway, I digress from that. Um, but yeah, man. Um, even the fandom with like you know your favorite news personality or you know your favorite actress. Like, you know, sometimes it's good to take a break from that shit so you don't lose your mind. You don't go crazy. You don't take, you don't do some shit and be like, well, I mean, Star Wars. Right. Well, they did a thing. I'm expecting this thing to, to, to do this and 
they're not doing why they're not doing the things like because they're at, they're they're at work. Just sometimes your people have, your favorite your favorites are at work, man. Nothing else to it. They're at work doing doing their job, doing his or her job for work. That's it. It ain't got to be anything else but that. They're at work doing worship. It should be. It should be nothing else but that. They're doing work. Shit. Doing God knows whatever it needs to be done at the job. So that's the thing, you know. Like, you know, we wanted to be, you know, this thing so bad, but the, you know, it's hard to reflect that in real life. You know, on a show, you have special effects. You have this. You have this. You have this. But you can pull it up on television. You can pull, you can pull it off in real life. You know. So Robert Downey Jr. is not going to be doing this for us life. Being. He's an actor first. He's not a superhero. Scarlett Johansson, same thing. She's an actress first. She's not a superhero. Or really a per Really, they're both people first and an actor second. And we enjoy and we appreciate it. And we love the fact that they take their good old time to basically go on television perform. You know, which is cool. You know. You know, everyone wants to see himself on television. Well, not, not everyone, but a good amount of people want to see himself on television. Just maybe not fetishized to, you know, the nth degree, if it were. Um, so, I guess keep that shit in mind. Um, so I guess I kind of would fandom. Like I don't have anything else to add other than like, you know, um, there won't be a show um, next week. Um, <laughs> this asshole almost wrecked me. Um, so um. Oh, I'm catch my breath. Holy crap! So, so black, so black Sentra, Nissan Sentra. Almost, almost ran this, almost ran to the right side of my truck, trying to pass into me. Oh, Florida drivers gotta love them. But any, in any case, um, yeah, um, no show next next week. Um, I'll probably prep another prep, prep a show probably for. Um, hopefully next Sunday, or if not next Sunday, it'll probably be sometime during the week. Um, I'm going to be writing the pieces on um, what is it? Um, End- Avengers Endgame and uh, John Wick Part 3. Or John Wick Part 3. Or whatever the hell you call it at this point. Uh, um, and I was going to plan something really ambitious with John Wick, but but I'm, I'm going to probably scrap those plans and probably just put whatever I was going to do for it just in the review. Um, and it's more so just on Keanu Reeves and the fact that House Man doing this shit at 55 years old, or 54 years old, rather, which is, damn, what a, what a tired feat. Um, but that's kind of the plan. Um, it's any 500 weekend, um, which means it's also... It's also a racing weekend as a whole. Um, so there's that too. Um, so yeah, man. Um, 
So I guess I'll end it here. Uh, you can follow me at, again, follow me at uh, Film Underscore Wanderer on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow me on, um, on, um, I was trying to find after that. I almost nearly get into an accident. Uh, the, um, filmwonder.wordpress.com um, and uh, I guess no Captain Zero on on Snapchat for those that are that are so in, that are interested. That's all I got. I'm gonna catch my breath after um, after that incident. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, and I will see you when I see you. Peace.